All right, so now college is over with. You know, that chapter is closed. It's now trying to figure out what is next for Malachi Timberlake in his life. Like, do you, is there continuing football? Is it a professional realm? You know, what what is what was that transition like of closing that chapter and opening up a new one? No, definitely. Like, for me, um, at the pro day training and, and everything happened with COVID, I came home and it was just like, like what are you going to do now, bro? Like, mm-hmm. you got to find something. But, like, I couldn't really find nothing to do and try to figure out because the the tech company job mm-hmm. into a software is out of Arizona wasn't hiring. Yep. Um, a lot of businesses wasn't hiring during was that doing time. Nothing. nothing. So like for me, I was always like I was itching to figure out what I wanted to do. Right. And like at the time, my girlfriend like she didn't really understand because she was still an undergrad. Mm-hmm. But like once you graduate and you know it's not, a different world, bro. That that pressure on your shoulders is crazy. Yeah. Pressure. And the fact that you had to go through that during a time period where people weren't hiring, but they were firing. Yeah, like so it was, it was people were losing jobs, not getting jobs. Failing, like for me, I'm like, yo, like, what am I going to do? So, yeah. my boy hit me up. My boy K, shout out to K. Mm-hmm. K uh, Caleb uh, played at Cedar Creek okay. before me. So, like, a little background with Cedar Creek. Cedar Creek is like a fan, like the family there, culture there is crazy. Like, I have a relationship with guys I didn't even play with that graduated years before me. But you know them, and because so- everybody always comes back and right. shows they face and like very similar to Cerebral. Like shout out to Coach Watson for always welcoming their guys back because a lot of high schools don't welcome their guys back. Right, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So like, K K was uh back in town. He was training wide receivers. He's about to be wide receiver coach there. He hits me up like, "Yo, bro, there's some kids out there. You trying to get some work in? They need some work." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not doing nothing." So I'm starting to train them. I fall in love with it. And then at that point, I'm like, I started uh, opening up to free workout, open workouts to the community, and I started to really build a brand of myself in Atlantic County. Mm-hmm. Everybody's hitting my phone up, they messaging me, coach, I was like, what's up? Trying to hit the field with you. They called you what? They like coach, like coach. Oh, <laughs> like, they even like coach, or they hit me like, what's up? Like, and for me, I was that kid that couldn't afford training, high level yeah. training in high school, mm-hmm. so I, I didn't feel comfortable train uh charging them understandable like, i was that kid that couldn't afford training so why would i turn around and try to charge them mm-hmm. but i knew like i'm like yo i can't spend eight hours at the field not making mm-hmm. no living like yep. yeah so That's i had a to find a boundary um so that summer my boy so i started transitioning to this is the business phase of like so i started thinking about things so me and my boy we like listen your dad has a clothing brand how about we try to compliment something uh, with the clothing brand? Okay. Um, we couldn't think of it exactly what we wanted to do. So, like, for me, I'm like, I started getting heavily within the clothing brand. My dad uh, revamped his clothing. So, his clothing brand is Second Chance brand. Okay. I'm rocking it right now. I got the Second Chance. I'm brand. rocking it, too. Let's get it. Got the Second Chance swishies on. Already. Got the uh, I ain't getting let the trucker hat. I ain't getting no second. I got you, Miles. Don't even worry about it, bro. You feel it's me? Crazy. On the, on the house, baby. Just it's say, crazy. Say, say, size, say no mas. Say no mas. <laughs> so, um, at this point, I'm I'm back home. There's nothing for me to really do. But my dad has his clothing brand. He started it back in 1999. Okay. Um. So, like for me, I wanted to give back something that I can build on with the family. You feel yeah. me? And uh, I just started designing clothes. And I was always a creative guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for me to clothe, I love dressing. So, like, for me to, like, try to design a hoodie or mm-hmm. like come out with hats or yeah. pants or whatever, yeah. it, it was fun. 
I had nothing else better to do. Yeah, COVID was, was happening. COVID Everything happened. was closed. Chilling in the crib. I, so I, like, I started. I, I learned how to build a website during that time. I picked up a camera. I started taking pictures. So the website, Second Chance website, is you? Yeah, I, I built it. Wow. Oh, Shopify. I'm gonna show you that. That website is legit. For and so what I did was so to be honest, what I did was so like. I scratched everything he did. My dad old school. You of course. Revamp. revamp. Absolutely. Revamp. 2020. It's crazy you said revamp because I'm going to get to that. So um, for the next, so it's like May-ish I, I, I took over. Mm-hmm. I started coming out with a with a collection. Okay. The collection is called Revamp Collection. Mm. So I'm designing pieces. I designed two different colors. Uh, <laughs> little, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I designed two sweatsuits. Um Two different short short sleeve shirts, and then I had I think two long sleeve crew necks. Um, I didn't end up dropping that that collection till January, and why is because I'm a real detail oriented guy. Yeah, I wanted to make sure everything was cool, but from uh, and 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 structured and mm-hmm. everything looks clean and, yep. and and it's consistent. Right. So for me, like a lot of guys, they try to nowadays. I feel as though clothing brands they try to make it. Bigger than what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Come up with these crazy names. Yeah. People try to be designers. Like, I mean, you don't have to be a crazy designer. Like, I think the name designer gets like. It gets thrown around a lot. Yeah. It's thrown around. Like, bro, that's not designer. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, you. you but sportswear, it, but which why is, is it, cool. Why, but why you got to call it like. So, like, me and my boy, when we was coming out with a um, with a business, we were trying to think of a business to compliment it. He's like, bro, I'm kind of tired of the word designer, bro. Like, I feel like we more than designers. I feel like we creators. Mm-hmm. So you start throwing around that name creator. Yeah. So like, I feel like when you create something, like you're a creator. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to be a designer, but you are a creator. Because you create different things. Absolutely. So like for me, I always wanted to model it. I looked at the clothing brand. So when I took over the brand, I wanted a new image of the brand. Mm-hmm. So like one of the brands that stood out for me is like Polo. Okay. Tommy Hilfiger. Yep. Nike, mm-hmm. you're not really getting nothing crazy, but simple. But, the, but, but you, you simple, know what you understand. But the simple and it's high quality, right? Yep. So like for me, the first, the first, um, I think you got a sweatsuit of it too. The blue, the navy. Yeah. yeah. So like it's second chance. So my dad. So the first logo was the number two logo. I got it on the swishy pants. The number two logo. He came out with that one, 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that phase of my dad's life. My dad had just came home from jail, being incarcerated for four years. Okay. He was like in his grind mode. He was hitting the streets heavy. He was a barber. He opened up his own barber shop, mm. bought property. He was like road running. Yeah. And really trying to build everything he had up because he was incarcerated for four years. So like now when I when I look at this with the logo, I try to put this logo on our streetwear. Mm. So I divided the, the brand up and you got the polo side, the casual side. Casual yep. side. And then you got the number two was the street the streetwear. Okay. So the number two logo is I feel like that was the point in time in his life he was hitting the streets heavy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um the SC logo. Um so my dad started the brand in nineteen ninety nine. It failed in two thousand four. Okay. Um, he lost his manufacturer, different things happened. Mm-hmm. Um so he stopped his brand. Um I think in 2016, he had like a health scare, mm-hmm. and one of his goals was to finish everything he started. Okay. So he came back, he he reinvented Second Chance, he brought it back, but he changed the logo. It was an SC. Okay. It was an interlock SC. Gotcha. Um, and at that point in life, you're talking about 16 years, 10, 10 11 years later, 
my dad's more. He's not hitting the streets no more. Right. He's like changed. He's like business. He learned. He learned. He's like in his business phase. Yeah. He really like mentally. He was on a whole nother level. Yeah. And um, that's why I chose the SC to be more on casual. Because it shows the evolution of your father. Absolutely. At the same time. Absolutely, bro. So I like, like that. the SC interlock is on like our sweatsuits. That's one of the navy sweatpants with the yep, zip up. It's just I the got. SC on it. Real simple. It's yeah. a nice logo on like Polo and Tommy Hilfiger. Like right. you got the horse on it. But sometimes you don't got the whole polo. You feel me? Stop playing with a little drippy. <laughs> Yo, he's, Hold on. he's thinking. Mm. <laughs> just he's, a li- there's thought behind this. Like a, a lot bit. of people that start their businesses and start brands and stuff like that. There's no thought. They just say, I want to start this. And everything. put something together. No, exactly. no meaning. You know, he, he waited till everything was right to drop. It, it took me... So in May, I took over. It took me a good six months to drop my first collection. I didn't drop it until January. Wow. Um, I redid his whole... So website, was your dad open to it at first? Was he it was. was it was it like you had to sit down like dad? This is I want to do this, but you gotta you gotta yeah. yeah so that, that's how it was. So like my dad always be like, like I know you too busy for school and this and that, but like I'm gonna need your help with the business this and that. Yeah, my dad's mm-hmm. a real independent guy. Okay, so like I told him like yo pop, only way I'm coming in is like you really take the back seat like. Like we not wearing what you wear in the nineties. <laughs> right. It's it's twenty twenty at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like you feel me? Pop, I love you. If you watch, <laughs> I'm not shooting no shots. You already, you already know you my guy. Pop. See you when you get home. <laughs> hey, what's all I, that? I love you, Pop. What's, what's all that you was? I'm just keeping it a bean. You feel me? So like, I, I had to tell him like, yo, Pop, like, I, like you can take the seat back. Like I got you. Like yeah. So he took the seat back. He let me full throttle. Whatever you want to do, son, I got That's you. So support it. That's tough. And he was funding it. Wow. I didn't have to fund it because it was the family's brand. Right. So mm-hmm. like for me, I was just stepping in and like doing my part. You, you were me? creating. Right. Absolutely. Just creating, bro. Creating. You feel love me? It. Love hey. it. <laughs> so this is all going on during the time like I'm trying to figure out what I what I want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that in May. I started putting stuff together. I started teaching myself because running a clothing brand is expensive, bro. I I bet photos, videos, promotion, the garments itself, everything. So you gotta really, for me, I wanted to put myself in that space where I had to learn how to do it. Yeah. So once I learn how to do it, I can show people how I I wanted it done because I so, did it myself. So you mm-hmm. can step back a little bit Absolutely, and let somebody bro. run the day to day stuff and and it was cool because I I kind of enjoy taking pictures. I learned how to take photos. I learned how to edit on Adobe. I learned um, different size charts. Size and garments, I learned that. Okay. Um, it was fun, man. So I started that in May. I'm still training guys. Um, not really making no money. Um, I, my boy helps me get a job at the boardwalk. I start, I start bartending. AC bar, boardwalk? Bartending. Wow. Yo, bartending's got bread in it, though. Bro, it's Liddy. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to hold you. I'm thinking it's like, yo, it's something to get me by while I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. How old are you at this point? I'm 20. 20? Okay. Graduated at twenty. Young, still twenty years old. Yeah. Young, figuring out. I start bartending. My first day, my my. So I start shadowing like on a Monday. Mm-hmm. My first day, really on the floor, Fourth of July. <sighs> oh my goodness! You know how to on the boardwalk on the fourth. Mind you, they just lifted the indoor uh, dining on 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 drinks. Okay. You can't sit in a drink, but you carry out on the boardwalk. Hmm. Our, bo- our 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 bar was on the boardwalk, so the inside the casinos you couldn't mm-hmm. get drinks. Right, so they so, would come out. So get a everybody, drink. all the casinos was coming to our bar. Whoo! Line used to be out the door. 
I'd have quit. Man, now when the money's coming you make in like that, hundred dollars a night. Whoo! You right out of state, especially coming from me, bro. Like I ain't yeah, you, no you just talk about how you made nothing. I wasn't making nothing, so like I'm working night shifts. Yeah, closing the bar. I'm 20 years old. I can't even drink. Yet. You can't even drink. I'm serving drinks. Though. I don't even know what I'm doing. So my first day on the job, right? I'm a trainer. A guy come in. He like, listen, can I get a Long Island iced tea? Mm. So I'm looking around. I said, yo, um, I don't got no more iced tea. <laughs> oh no, you didn't. Like, nah, wait. Oh nah. He looked at me crazy. He's like, all right, can I get, can I get some, uh, some tequila and some lemonade? You do got tequila, right? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind? <laughs> He's like, it don't even matter. So that, that's my little story, man. My mom laughed at me that night. Yeah, I, yo, I, I bet. The Long Island iced tea was. It's a bunch of alcohol together. <laughs> Mix it with just some sprite. Yeah, a little bit of just throw it in there and a little bit. That's of all they want. They just want something to drink. That's you it. Feel me? Go. But at that point, it's like July. I worked. The, I worked at the bar the whole from from July to September. Mm. So I knew. So in Boardwalk. It always dies down at the Labor Day. Yeah. Yep. So I course. knew I'm like, listen, I gotta figure out something after what I'm gonna do working at mm-hmm. the Labor Day because the boardwalk gonna be dead. Dead. So I get in contact with Intuit Softwares again. My boy Tisa's uncle. Okay. They hiring again. I'm like, it's lit. I know I I, I know I got the job. I'm like, yeah, bro, gonna hook me up. He about to get me in the college grad program. Tech that. job out in yeah, Arizona. Was going on like two years of conversation or a year. Of it's a com- year of conversation. Year of conversation. Year later. Mm. I'm like, boom, it's time to shine. I go through the interview process. I'm talking to him. Everything cool. Boom. I talk to a recruiter. Everything cool. Boom, I go to the third interview. Is this through Zoom? Through Zoom. Wow, so you didn't have to go out to Arizona for these interviews. It's a call interview. Five people. Whew. They drilling me with questions. I'm the first interview of the day. So mind you, they, they fresh. They, they ain't tired. They out Arizona. They, they didn't even show up. They wasn't even dressed for real. Like they still like they just rolled out of bed. Wow. Tech company though. Yeah. But it's 7:30 in the morning. I already know you just woke up. You ain't had your coffee yet. <laughs> they just coming crazy at you. Bro, they drilling they me angry with questions. Too, so they, they drilling me with questions, bro. And it was like, I did horrible. Really? It's my first big boy interview, bro. Yeah. I did horrible though. Mm. And I kind of knew. I, I'm like, man. They was asking me questions that a experienced person should be getting asked. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm trying to enter the new college grad program. Right. Like, ask me about history, about sales. Yeah. I never. I just graduated. Yeah. I, I don't know nothing about sales. Um. They said they was gonna call me back three days later. They end up calling me back that afternoon. Oh wow. So I even knew it's like, yo, you either got it or you don't. It's over. Mm-hmm. They called me quick. Yeah. She basically told me they 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 wasn't rocking with me. And I was hurt, bro, because I went a year thinking I'm about to get this job. Right. Your your, your man's t- uncle was the... Re- I didn't even take Pro Day really 100%. Like, because you had that in the I back. I knew in the back mind, like, yo, Pro Day don't work out. Boom, I'm out AZ I with still it. got a you job. Mean? I'm good. Yeah. So I didn't get it. And I'm just like, yo, like, what am I about to do now? Mm-hmm. At that point, I, I, start, I start turning it up with my dad's business. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm not working for nobody. Like, that's dead. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all just going to do me dirty like that? Like, I'm not working for y'all no more. Forget the corporate world, all that. So, I'm still working at the casino, stacking my stacking my money, saving, um, investing. Oh, you good? Are you good? I'm investing. Um, and then my cousin gets hired at Pleasantville High. Mm. It's like late September, COVID happened. Okay. So, the season got pushed back. Yep. He's like, listen, I just got hired. We got two weeks to get him right. I need you on staff. 
So I'm like, uh, I don't know, cause I'm not really trying to coach. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, for real, I need you. Like, whatever happens, like, just rock out with me for these next couple weeks. Cause Come on, Coach Kai. Season. So I'm like, all right, forget it. I go out there. I'm loving it. Shocker. Backpedaling. Showing them everything. Yeah. Being that guy for them that I thought that that, that I needed. You yeah. know what I mean? That Kerry was. That yeah. young guy that you can relate to. Everybody need that on their staff. If you're a young guy, you can relate. And the kids love you. You you need him on your staff. Right. And I was right. that guy. Uh, especially in the short season. So Pleasantville, if you don't know it, it's a very, very talented city. Mm-hmm. Um, so previous years, they, had, they struggled. Um, especially when I was in high school. That was the highlight game. Mm-hmm. You feel me? We about to rack up highlights, stats. Need that. Chris, Need it. Chris Sacco took over in 2015 and changed the program around. Um, with the helps of some talented individuals that that went to the school, Muhammad Toure, shout out my boy Mo. He had Rutgers. Are you baby? Starting middle linebacker at Rutgers. Dog. Um, Elijah Glover, my boy Lodge. Shout out to Lodge. He he started safety at Villanova. Dog. My boy Butter. Butter. He had Mammoth balling. Nice with it. Um, er, Ernest Howard, he started linebacker at Sacred Heart. Dog. Balling. Mm. My man's name was Butter. Butter. <laughs> Backpedal smooth as butter. <laughs> <laughs> New cat, man. He know how to high point that ball, too. Yeah. Ball skill is tremendous. So uh, Chris Sacco started turning that program around. And then uh, 2019, they playing Camden High, going into the third quarter. They down 6 0. They about mm-hmm. to punch it in, score. Gunshots happening. Mm. In the stands at a football game, man, and um, everybody started running, running off the field. Come to find out, it was a ten-year-old kid that got killed. Um, I think his name is Micah Do. R.I.P. Um, man, they, yeah. um, too soon. He ended up he he ended up dying from his wounds ten year, uh a week later, and um, it kind of altered that game. It changed everything for all the kids. So they ended up finishing that game. Uh, at Philadelphia Eagle Stadium, I, yeah, they made that. It was a whole big thing. They wanted them to finish. Mm-hmm. That, that was cool. So they they end up changing that. They end up finishing the game there. The momentum was kind of dead. Yeah, the corral was hurt, and they end up losing to Camden. Mm-hmm. Um, so Camden went on to play Cedar Creek that year. Mm-hmm. Cedar Creek won. You already know big dog status <laughs> stamp. I was a proud alumni. I was at that game. I bet my young bulls. Put on Max Melton, Malachi Melton. I don't play football in South Jersey. Come on, bro. Alabama, South Alabama. <laughs> no, it's basically Alabama, bro. So, Jersey Bama. So that 2020 yeah. team was that that 2020 team stamped too. Mm-hmm. They had Malachi Max Melton starting corner at Rutgers. Uh, my young boy Louis Barrios mm-hmm. starting quarterback at I think he's gonna be starting this year at Pace University. That's what's up. They had young JoJo Bermudez. Mm. He at best Cincy right now. Mm. Receiver. This is all on one team. All on one team. He was a sophomore at the time. They guess we, we give them we give them the stamp. They got some talent down in South time. Jersey. We stand. We Y'all got stand. it. Y'all got it. Just, just a little bit. Just a little. So so they end up being Cameron that year. Boom. Then following year, COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So Pleasantville's like so the head coach that with Chris Sacco. Yeah. That's after that year after the gunshot yeah. that happened. He steps down mm. the program. So you got to think about it. they about to go over through turnover. Yeah. Yeah. They hire a new guy. Um, he's the coach there um, from February to September. And for whatever reason, they end up firing him. Wow. Before the season. Before the season. So he went through winter workouts, whatever. And didn't even, he didn't even get a chance to coach a game. Wow. So like, 
Sheesh. So you gotta think about the perspective of where the kids is at. Mm-hmm. Like who's our who's our leader? Like who are we going to? And they're already they're already inner city kids, right. and they come from single parent households. They need direction. They already have somebody look up to. Issues, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, abandonment issues. So it's like, who's our coach? Like, right. One coach come in, he could not go be our coach the next day. They feel like everybody's leaving them. Absolutely. So when my cousin got hired. He was like, listen, like this is the circumstances. You gotta be real firm with them, be straightforward. They're gonna be able to that to tell mm-hmm. the real from the fake real quick. Right. And I ended up falling in love with the kids, man. Like they real genuine. And it was a great experience. So we go in that year. We have we went four and three COVID year. It was short. There's like no seven, playoffs. No playoffs. All season, we getting rolling. We balling all season. Um we ready for the regular season. Mm-hmm. Right before the regular season, they removed my cousin from the head coach position. After after the year after COVID, yes. So he got them through COVID. Yeah, got them in the in the off season program, getting ready to go leading up to the season, and they cut him. Absolutely! Wow, wow. That's you know, I mean, I don't, that's just not right. That so, you, you bring somebody in at that point because they want you want them to turn it over. And he's taking the strides in the right direction. So you got to look at it. That's three head coaches. In less than two year, a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So it's like really, it's really bad. I feel bad for the players. So they had a rough year last year. They went 0-10. Oof. After my, my, they removed my cousin, I ended up going back to my alma mater. Mm-hmm. Um, I coached at Cedar Creek. Big dog stats went 13-0. and Something light. Won regionals. Beat Woodrow Wilson in a, in a, in a shootout. Mm-hmm. Um, finished number two team in the state behind Bergen Catholic. Number one public high school. Number one public high school in the state. Big dog status, like I said. That's what's up, man. So (laughs) so at this point, I just came off a year. So during the the year, um, I'm still figuring out what I want to do in life. Yeah. I mean, a year ago, I was just um, interviewing for a tech company job. I didn't get it. Mm Mm-hmm. So like around September-ish during the season, I, I I make a phone call to my boy Tease. Right. I'm like, yo, bro, you think I should uh, I should give it another shot at this at the at the tech company, bro, corporate world? He's like, yeah, bro. I mean, why not? At this point, he working for SAP. He's not even working at Intuit Softwares. Mm. So Intuit Softwares is they they own QuickBooks, okay. TurboTax, yep, yep, companies like that. Mm-hmm. So they're software uh company. My boy T's made the he he, he big dog status now. He mm-hmm. had SAP, SAP um the number top three tech company in the in the in the, in the world mm-hmm. German company. Mm-hmm. Their competitors is Microsoft, Oracle. You feel me? So he like bro for real for real, I can get you in at SAP. They about to be hiring. So I said yeah yeah yeah. Is this in Arizona too? This is in Arizona. Mm. Sounds good. Sorry, I lied to you, Martin. <laughs> I, just to, I just didn't want to go to Arizona, Arizona. but I wanted to go to Arizona. <laughs> so I go through the interview process. Boom, I killed the first round. Um, second round, I killed it. Talking to the recruiter, he calls me like, "Listen, I'm about to set up the third interview with you with the big dog." You feel me? Um, it's like you're on a good track, getting the job. Nice. He calls me back two days later, like, listen, the big dog don't even want to talk to you. He just want to give you the job. Like, he trusts me. So I didn't even have to go through the third interview process. So you had, you had got the offer? Got the job offer. Mm. So I'm like, wow. Like, they like, listen, you're going to have to end up moving to Arizona probably sometime in February. It's going to be lit. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm excited. So I'm going through the season like, yo, this is my last year in South Jersey. I'm gonna go out with a bang. Mm-hmm. Um, I started training my nephews. So I got four nephews that's coming up. One is about to be in high school. I got another one that's about to be in eighth grade. So I'm trying to get them right get them as long right. as I'm 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 around. You right. Me? Yeah. So I get the job November. I'm going through training. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Big dog, big big pay, big paychecks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, Feeling good, absolutely. Hey, Mom, you want something to eat? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's on me. I'm Don't thinking worry. about like I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, yo, I'm thinking about getting a new wheel. Like I need yeah. a new car. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to drive around in in the 04 Altima no more. And the hoopty. You know? <laughs> he was done with the hoopty. Man, I had Altima. I love you. You ain't driving a hoopty anymore. I saw that. That was that was the first car I had. You feel me? That that thing got me down to Florida, back down to Florida, back up to Connecticut, back. <laughs> it did what it had to do. It did what it had to do. I still got it to this day. Hey, I make sure you keep up. Always need a backup car. Yeah. Mm. So I start going car shopping. I'm only like week three into the new job. I'm feeling myself. You feel me? <laughs> so I always told myself, I'm like, listen, I'm getting a Tesla before 24. So I'm like, boom. I'm looking at the Teslas. I'm looking at the the car market. Mm-hmm. Tesla's prices skyrocketed. Yep. So I'm talking to my dad. He like, listen, son, you don't want to make the wrong move. You feel me? Like, this your first car. Be smart. You want something that's nice, but you don't want to jump out the gate and something yeah, that you, you got. You really drowning to yep. make the payments. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I'm like, now nah, you're right, Pop. So boom, I start looking at the Kia Stingers. Mm. Stingers is tough. That's a tough car. Worst, I, the worst decision I ever made was to go to the dealership and test drive it. Cause I fell in love with it. Ah! I fell in love with it. I'm doing the dash on the highway. Like, <laughs> lady took me on the highway. I'm he was sl- feeling it. What? I'm sliding, putting that joint in sport. 2022 twin turbo. Ooh. V6. Mm. Like that. What? So quick. She come back. She running the numbers. I can afford it. But at this point, they told me like, listen. We gotta send you to Boston. We don't, we don't, you can't move to Arizona. This is the tech company, the SAP. The SAP telling you gotta go to Boston. So you're working for them at home in at Jersey home. right now, virtually, virtually. Okay. But they had something in Boston. They yeah, they they opened up. They was open up. They was open up a new office. And, and they needed like, you to go out there. Yeah. So like, I started looking at the rent in Boston. Mm. That car looked like he was going to live in the car. <laughs> the prices was crazy. Work. I see the stinger. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm talking about one bedroom. They want twenty one hundred for. It. So I'm like, yo. So I started really doing the math. I'm like, dad, this thing or not. Uh, the Ultima sound nice. <laughs> yeah, Ultima, the back the Ultima, of the Ultima. The, uh, Ultima. Yeah, we're going to stay with so you for Stinger a little bit. So the Stinger was looking kind of slow too. So I'm like, dang, man. So my pop looking at me. So my pop, his his his, ter- his philosophy was I always get a car that's four years older. Fresh off the lot. He said, once you drive it off the lot, you're losing 30% of its worth its value anyway. Right. Mm. So unless you really want that car, mm-hmm. it's no need to go get a brand new car off the lot. Yep. It's not it's not worth it. So we right. started going car shopping. We on our way to go see an older te- uh, Stinger. So I'm like, boom, I found a 2019 Stinger. I'm Feeling driving. good. Yeah. So I found a 2019 We driving up there. We stopped on the road. He talk, No, so we driving up there. He's talking about this this car dealership that he always drive by. He's like, oh, yeah, we about to drive by. Always be having some fly cars, son. Mm-hmm. Like, nice, real nice cars. So as he's telling me, he's like, oh, there, go right there. So he stopped at the gas station. He's like, you want to double back and go look? I said, nah, Pop, we just going to go check this thing out. Uh-huh. He's like, nah, we about to turn around and go look. <laughs> so he turned around. Boom, I see the coupe. 2016 BMW. Mm. Hello. 428i. Mm. Smooth. Now I'm looking. Is it 2016 or 2015? 
2015. 2015. Okay. It's clean though. Mm. Only got about 50,000 miles on it. One owner. I'm looking at it. Fully detailed. Brand new tires. You found love on first sight. It was shining. My pop's a BMW guy. He got four BMWs. Mm. So he looking. Three BMWs, my bad. Three BMWs and a Benz. So he looking at it. He like. My fault, big dog. Man, my fault, big dog. So like for me, I'm looking at that. He like, son, that's classy right there. You know what I'm saying? Nothing mm-hmm. too crazy. Calm. Calm. Calm and clean. Yeah, he said it showed that you putting your big boy pants on. You feel yeah. me? But nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. In a couple years, you feel me? After you, you get yourself established, you go get that Tesla or you go get that Stinger. You don't want to go out the out the, the gate. gate with it and then be dang. I wish I would have. So I tell all my youngins that that you don't don't get caught up in the hype and try and try and get something. You want something that you can afford. You want something that that's clean that looks like you. You feel Durable. me? Durable. I, I think that car represents me right, right now in the stage of I am in my life. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm transitioning to being a man. Mm-hmm. Right? So like I can't be hopping out the O four Altima. <laughs> no way. Me? A lot of a lot of people get caught up in the social media aspect of people. What does it got look this like? nice car? They got this, but I always tell people. I tell people the same thing. Like just because somebody looks good on social media doesn't mean they're doing good. You don't know mm-hmm. what they're doing, bro. They could be on Instagram. They could have a poster behind of like what they want it to look like. Yep. But in real life, it's the total opposite. They taking pictures in front of the cars. It's not even there. not even there. Instagram is a perception that you can create your own perception. Oh, everything's going well. It's literally a fake world. Ain't, oh, it's hundred percent. It's fake, bro. Yep. Yeah. And like for me, I'm like, I, and I love my car, bro. I made that move. Boom! I bought the car on spot. No, nah, no. Nah, so I called them that night. Mm-hmm. And they had to get. They had to. Uh, I think they put a brand new tire on the on the back on the back tire, but bro, that thing clean, bro. Got it a, is got a sport package. I be put that thing in sport road. Did you put uh, in sport at the highway coming here? No, nah, not not today. It was it nah. was raining a little bit. I had okay, to, you, you got to be careful. That's us BMW. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, bro. So little coupe. I got my Joker outside. You yeah, know, we know big X six twenty twenty one. There's two bro, BMWs that, in so that, the park. That's the next. That's so. I thought so for me, my pop has a BMW. Mm-hmm. I always told him like, I really don't like BMW. Yeah. I thought the steering wheel was stiff. He said, "Nah, son, that's a fast, powerful car. That thing got to be controlled. It ain't that old? This is not that old war. That tingo, bro, bro. I after I got in the Beamer, bro, I test drove it. Man, I mm-hmm. fell in love. Yeah. He told me like, son, I'm gonna be honest. The way that car drive right now with fifty thousand miles on it, it's gonna mm-hmm. drive like that with three hundred. Yeah, take care of it. He said you won't never need another coupe in your life. Mm. Thank God for pops, huh? What? Oh, he always schooling me, man. That's like that's really my guy, man. He taught me a lot, and for me, the coupe for me, nobody else getting. I, I got the coupe for a reason. Ain't nobody getting in my car. It's just you, you and your lady. Respect. Nobody don't nobody need to get in the back. None of Nothing. that. No rides. Hey. We are not doing no rides. Uh-uh. No rides. <laughs> so None like for that. me right now, I'm in my life. You feel me? That's the stepping stone. I got I got the BMW 2015. Congrats. Yeah, congratulations. And, uh, That's big. The next car. You feel me? I love the eight, the X6. That's big dog status right now. <laughs> status tinted windows. Big thirty eight. You see that? That big thirty eight mobile. You know the vibe. Mobile. You know what I'm saying? The big thirty eight mobile in the front, in the driver's and I got my mom a car this year. That's heavy, bro. Come on, man. That's first heavy. person. Boom, mom. Got to get a car. That, absolutely. Fiftieth mm. birthday. Absolutely. Had to. Had to. Bro. She, she deserves it. Miss Wanda, we love you, Miss Wanda. 
She she might have beat me if I would have got another car. Because she got a car, so it didn't matter. If you got car number two. She was stuck. Whatever she was driving. She would have been Jeep. like, "You got another car, and I'm driving this." Jeep. <laughs> what you think this is, boy? I'm like, chill. I got you. Don't worry about it. No nah, facts, bro. So at this point, boom. I'm four weeks into the job. Got the new new job, new will. Mm-hmm. Feeling, feeling good. I'm feeling good. Um, I'm not feeling good about going to Boston though. Mm. I'm like, yo, I, like. He was like, he was hyped for Arizona, the warm weather. Good weather, palm trees swinging. My man Tease out there, he out AZ with it. So you want to be alone? Yeah, I wanted. I, the dry heat wouldn't have digged you good. You'd have been like, yeah, it's time. You didn't like the visor in with the dry heat. But so. like, it, it was good weather though, good vibe. Yeah. I needed something new. That yeah. sun. The first experience I had on the West Coast, I was 17 and it didn't go well. It wasn't the best one. So I'm like, listen, I, I'm, I'm trying to go out west. I'm trying to establish something. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, boom. They want me to go to Boston. I'm like, all right, boom. I'm trying to convince myself, like, Boston about to be lit. Yeah. So I go two months into the job. Come January, I'm waking up. I'm feeling like a robot. Mm. I'm making phone calls. Doing the same thing every, every day. single day. I'm like, yo, is this how the corporate life is? Mm. I'm at home with it. Not for you. I started second guessing myself. You need myself. to be active. Is this some, yeah, I'm like, yo, is this something that I really want to do like for the rest of my life? I'm right. only 23. It's made for some... But I feel like when you play them sports, sitting in an office nine to five oh. every day doing the same, you know, you need a little excitement sometimes. Bro, I was at my crib. So, like, for me, I'm like, they start talking about, like, listen, like, y'all start getting, making plans to get up to Boston soon, this and that. We need mm-hmm. to do an office. You start prolonging that joint, like, yeah. Absolutely. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. <laughs> so, I'm like, yeah. I woke up one morning, I'm like, I called my mom. I said, Mom, I don't think I want to do this. Right. She was upset. I bet. You got a top three tech company job in the world. Like, you know, people don't even work right now. They don't got jobs. It's still the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Everybody would love to be in the Mom shoes. stuff. Mom stuff. My salary, like 70 plus. So, like, I got everything I want, but I'm unhappy. I'm waking up unhappy. I got a new car. I got a new job. I'm about to move to a new state. I work for a top tech company in the world, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm unhappy. Right. A year ago, I was waking up, didn't have no money really. But was at, happy. But at three o'clock, I knew I was going to the high school to go go work work out in the weight room with my young boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? That made you happy. That made me happy. That fulfilled me. So, <clears throat> Coach Kai, Puzzleville head coach job vacancy opened up. You spoke, in, you spoke into existence in ASA, so let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, Puzzleville job opened up. Ooh. Um, I sat down, talked to my cousin about it. He was like, "Yeah, like I want, like go ahead, like apply for the job." You didn't want to do him. You didn't want to make it look like, yeah, like, like I definitely trying to take your job that you just absolutely. I definitely wanted to talk to him, and he was he was for it. That's a mature. That's a very very mature way on how to go about that situation because a lot of people probably would have been like, "Oh yeah, a job open, and I'm just gonna go for it." And then then talk after then talking about now it. That's the awkward conversation instead of having the man conversation before that shows, and yep. getting it out the way. That Absolutely, shows the growth bro. in you. So from throwing wristbands at coaches. <laughs> so I applied for the job. Um and I ended up working out. I ended up getting it. Mm. And at this point it was it was March. I went through the whole job uh interview process. March twenty twenty two. March twenty twenty two. March seventh, last month. Youngest coach. And New Jersey high school football. <laughs> that is something to be that is something to be proud of, my boy. Bro, twenty three years old. Bro, twenty three years old. That's fire, bro. Fire. It's the Leo in you. Absolutely, it's the Leo in you. 
and, and for me, it was like that whole process was crazy. Once I got hired, mm-hmm. I probably had like over five hundred phone calls the next over the next couple of days. Just congratulations, congratulations, Twitter media outlets. They put the article out there on NJ.com about them. Um, phone calls from the press. It was crazy, and like it got it kind of got overwhelming. I ain't gonna lie. So after that moment happened, you get the job. Were you nervous? Did I you, was. Did you have like? Did so, you already have expectations for yourself day one? Like, oh, I, I gotta. I did. So like my. So like for me. So what what made me ready? What made me feel as though I was ready for the job? I always was detail oriented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always paid attention to why things were the way they were. Right. Mm. So every program I went to, from high school to college, junior college, I used to see why what, what we was doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Why we was doing it. I used to ask questions. I used to ask this guy, like, yo, why are we doing this? Right. Um, I started- Mad questions. So not, like, not to be the cocky like, uh, to, uh, player, but to learn. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely, bro. Because some coaches be like, oh, he trying, he trying to know everything. Why he trying to- But like no, even, coach, I'm trying to learn because maybe I might be in your shoes. Leave it, even in the weight room, like, I used to pay attention to what we did on certain days. Like, why are we doing this? What so emphasis like, is this? Like, absolutely. So, like, a year ago when I was on the staff as an assistant, I was writing up- Weight room programs. Got you. I was I was mm-hmm. doing the weight room. You yep. feel me? I I was learning how I had an input on the practice schedule. Mm. Um, why we was doing this, certain things, why we was doing that. So like for me, I I displayed all this in the interview process. That's tough. And I had to because I'm 23. I couldn't. Yeah, care. it comes at a different way than yeah, other people. There's going to be guys that are 40, 50, 60 Absolutely. with 20 years experience, and you are only on this earth for 23 years. So many people jealous. You probably made so many people angry. Bro, it, I bet. It is people out, but I also got a lot of support too, though. Yeah. Like, what What, what DJ, hold on, hold on. You, you, you listen to uh, Favi, Favi's new uh, album? I ain't listen to his new album. DJ Khaled said, when it comes more haters, it comes more love. Yeah, it is. I said, yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. Thanks, though. Yeah, it does. Facts. The more hate you get, the more love you get. The more love you get. It's 100%. crazy. My dad always said, before they love you, they're going to hate you. It's mm. crazy. And Let like, him hate you. And, Coach, and Coach Rule say the same thing. He said there's always three steps to life. They he said they tear you down. They call you names. They talk behind your back, mm-hmm. and then they build statues for you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And like for me, um, I'm at the point where I got things rolling already. It's yep. tough. Like the kids, you gotta think about. They just went 0 and 10 last year. They've been through three head coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, you would think that their 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 spirits is down. All yeah. that. We have a group two school. We probably got like 800 kids in, in, in the school. I got 30 kids showing up to wait for Mary Day. That's fire. Football guys. Like yeah. not even guys. That's not just board. regular. I got 30 football guys in the weight room. That's huge for a small school like I got that. like 10 guys on the track. So Pleasantville got a top, top track program in the I mean, we used to, we used to run against Pleasantville. Absolutely, we used to, we used to bro. Get, we used to be like, okay, y'all tough. Y'all you know, tough. like for me, so yeah. like right now, I'm just, yeah. I'm, at the, I'm at the point where I'm, I'm building my staff. Yeah. I'm trying to put the right guys around me that's going to help me build these young men up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's um, important. I always tell them, like, first things first, the main goal is to make you a better son at home, a better a better human being in the community, mm-hmm. a better student, and then a better athlete. And, and and at that point, bro- This is music to my ears. I love this. And, the, and This is, oh, man. That's what's going to help them get to the next level. Right. Especially when- they're seeking that structure. You feel me? They're seeking that guy that's gonna be on top of them, and so I gotta hold my end of the bargain as well. Absolutely, it's it. They're holding you accountable without even understanding that they're holding you accountable. So like, 
I know my main goal is I gotta use my youth as an advantage. Everybody's saying my youth, my youth. Like I just got done playing. Ball, That's a man. plus. They don't get that. That's a plus. Like I, I work out with them in the weight room. Right. No coach. No coach <laughs> is doing that. Mm-mm. Like I work out with them. Like when we start running in a few weeks, I'm running with them. Right. Showing them that they you're not going through this alone. Absolutely. They don't see that in head coaches because a lot of times the coaches are older. They, they're out of shape. They don't care about their health you as got, much. And I can relate to them. You got to be able to do it a little bit different. Which is Do it your way. Yes. So a lot of people is used to the standard. Drill sergeant. Way. Absolutely. It don't got to be it like that. It doesn't have to. Done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They don't like, understand Sean McVay that. is 32 years old, bro. He just, I mean, when he got hired. Yeah. And he's like 36 now. 36 now. now yup. It's guys older doing than him it on his way, doing it his way. So like, who says that this the job can't get done? Like, obviously, age and, don't age don't mean nothing. Absolutely not. If you're a leader, you're a leader. Exactly. Because I know at the end of the day, when I walk in, when I walk in that weight room and they playing around and they hear my voice, they're gonna be they straighten up like this. Mm. And and that's tough, bro. It's fun too, bro. And I'm I'm just trying to have fun with it. You wake up happy. Absolutely, way mm-hmm. happier than I did making seventy plus G's working for a tech company. Mm-hmm. So do they at make? 23. Are they making you teach any like gym or anything? So eventually they want me in, inside the building. Inside the building, okay. Um, I don't have no teacher certificate yet. Okay. Um, I think that might be something that I might have to go back to school for. I got alternate and, round. Yeah, I got ambitions actually. Me, I like. I think later on down the line, I can see myself as an athletic director, mm-hmm. directing sports because yep. I, I love working with with kids. Right, I love especially no matter the sport. Absolutely, it's like okay. So you're just trying to impact the youth absolutely in any way you possibly can, whether that's coaching them, whether that's directing them, whether that's mentoring them. Absolutely, absolutely, mm. man. Your head is on straight right now. You th- guys keep the path. I think the highlight of the whole situation was, I think it was three days after I got hired, I get a phone call. Mm-hmm. He like, hello, this coach Malachi. I'm like, yes, who's speaking? Like, this coach Fran Brown from the University of Georgia. Ah, uh, Fran mm-hmm. called you. I looked at the phone like, because in the backstory, when I Temple was recruiting me a little bit out of, in high school. Yeah, he and he was at Temple at the time. He was there. Um, he also runs South Jersey in recruiting. Absolutely, Coach Foley. My guy, Coach Foley. My he, guy. He was the he was the first coach to come in and speak to me at, at high school. Yeah. Mm. So like, I went up to a spring practice one time and I saw Coach Fran Brown energy and it was contagious. Like I loved it. I'm like, yo, I want to play for him. Right. So ever since then, I always wanted to play for him. I really never had an opportunity to really talk to him. You talked about Fran. He talked about Coach Brown to me at, went, ASA. at ASA saying. He, Wherever Coach Brown was, he wanted to play for I'm him wherever to he was at. Like, he was yeah. at Baylor. I, John Carlo had yep. the Baylor offer. I'm like, yo, JC, what's up? Hug me in. Fran down there, you feel me? So for him to call my phone, yeah. he's like, yo, I've been trying to get your phone number for the last couple of days. I just want to tell you congratulations. That's surreal. Like what you about to do is is big. You about to change kids' lives. Like I want to let you know that you're not doing this alone. Mm-hmm. He said, you got my number, so call me if you ever need me. And I mean that. And now he's at Georgia. Bro, he had Georgia. The following week, I was down in Georgia with uh seven oh seventeen. So I got to speak to him again after the phone call and to watch him at Georgia. So to see a South Jersey guy work his way up. He was he started at Paul Six University. Mm-hmm. He was a cornerbacks yeah. coach. He's like 27, 28 at the time. He gets a GA job at Temple, works his way up to as a co defensive coordinator at Temple. Mm-hmm. Coach Matt Rule goes to Baylor. He follows Coach Matt Rule to Baylor. Yeah. He produces guys down at Baylor. Then he comes back to Temple. Mm-hmm. He goes to Rutgers. And now he's at Georgia that just won the Natty. 
in a matter of 10 years, he's 39 years old. So is that somebody that you would say as a, in the coaching world that that's kind of like inspiration? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's who you're trying to model your... Absolutely. The energy, him... One thing I, that stood out to me when I was at Georgia, when they changed periods, mm-hmm. he was the first one to the next period. He's running. Sprinting. Mm. He had phone pauses on, bro. Mm. <laughs> Love that. So, Love that. So, so Congratulations, bro. Yeah, for real. That's that's huge. I mean, that's an inspiration for me as somebody who got the pleasure of coaching you, who always knew coaching was something that was made for you to see you finally like really dive into it to get a head coaching job at the age of 23 in the state of New Jersey in the area that you're from, that's huge. And, like, don't take that shit for granted. Really, like, stay the path. And just be you at the end of the day. Yo, Malachi Timberlake is somebody special. And the world needs to see that and know that. So you stay on that path and you'll be good, man. No, I appreciate that, bro. Like, for me, at this point, it's just, like, staying true to myself. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. And having fun, you feel yep. me? That's all you like, can do. Wake up every day and, and, and give... Plus, Pleasantville, the community of Pleasantville, everything I got. Yeah. If you do it your way, you can't be mad. Absolutely. If it if it works out or if it doesn't work out, yep. you say I did it my way. Yep. Respect. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. Definitely. So I got one last question. One or two. One. I'm gonna do one. I'm gonna do one. If you had to name one person to put on the on the cover of NCAA football, Here who we go. is it gonna be? So the last one was what? Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. So you got from 2014 to now. Who would it be? I wanted to answer because I'm going to turn this mic. Depending on your answer is what's going to happen next. He's either going to walk out or he's going to dap you up. If I had one person. One person. 2014 to now. To now. Crickets. Crickets. You got so many people. You want me to name a couple? No. You can't name anybody. Don't listen to him. I'll name a couple. No. Tavon Austin got to be up there. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Get out. Get out. Tavon got to be up there. Get out. Nah, uh, nah. Get out. Get out. Bye. Crazy. Lamar Bye. Jackson up there. Bye. 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 See you later. Christian McCaffrey up there See too. Later. Is that what you're waiting for? But nah. th- 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 I just wanted to ask you that because my guy was crazy. But Who he say? Joe Burrow. Just because of one year. Come on. Like, come on, man. Bro. Like... But Joe, I, Tavon probably got the, the best highlight tape of the century. I appreciate you, bro. We appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate that. But yeah, man, we appreciate you coming up here, bro, because having you on here is something that the people need to see. and something that we needed to hear. You know what I'm saying? You, you gave us the real, the authentic you, Absolutely. and that's all we can ask for. But, you know, appreciate everything. Appreciate you coming. coming back. Again, the youngest... Coach, wait, hold on. An African American, mm. my brother. Absolutely, bro. I appreciate that. But man. being able to do something that a lot of people haven't do, haven't done, keep doing it. Nah, thank you, bro. I appreciate that. But like, comment, subscribe to tell the. Tell a friend to tell a friend. This is Malachi Timberlake. Follow him on every social media because it's not just what he's doing now; it's what he's going to continue to keep doing, man. Follow his path because his journey is going to be something special. We appreciate you, my guy. Yes, sir. Always, always because love. Because we're friends. Always love. <laughs>